0: Hey guys, it's Justin again. Today we'd like to share another episode from our first ever podcast, The Ultra Odyssey Cast, where we talk about one of my all-time favorite movies, Kimi no Nawa, also known as Your Name. We actually recorded this over five years ago now, which is crazy to think about, but I still think it holds up pretty well, and I hope that you all enjoy it.
1: Welcome to The Ultra Odyssey Cast. I'm your host Rob, joined by John and Justin. Today we're going to be discussing Kimi no Nawa, also known as Your Name the popular anime movie that came out back in 2016. However, we saw it in 2017, Justin and I, on our trip to Japan, which we went on in April of that year. And um, our experience with this movie that we loved, by the way. Right, Justin? We love this movie. Yeah, this this is my favorite anime film. Maybe my favorite anime of all time. But leading up to watching the movie was not the best experience. I had a great time. Well, maybe you did. At this point, Justin and I had been in Japan for about... Three or four days, and we were getting pretty much tired of each other. J-Wang had gotten us lost in Kyoto for about six hours, I'd this, say. This is what
0: happens when you have me take the entire itinerary and plan the entire trip. Well, yeah, it was a huge mistake on my part. Big oversight. <laughs> You're not a navigator, apparently. No, he's, he's <laughs> one of the worst navigators
1: you could ever ask for. So at this point, it was um, it's probably like day five. Yeah, day five of our trip, we were at the Arashiyama Bamboo Forest in a torrential downpour. By the way, as you can imagine, a bamboo forest is outside, so we were out in that rain. I I heard
0: it's quite beautiful in the rain, actually. Well,
1: I would say that it wasn't. It was cold, (laughs) frigid, ugly, overcast. Nothing about it was enjoyable, especially the company. Oh, wow. Anyway. Strong (laughs) words. After we had trekked through that bamboo forest, we made our way onto the Shinkansen bullet train in order to go to Tokyo. And on the train ride... That's where I noticed Justin was watching this movie very intently. I wasn't familiar with what he was watching at the time. And he was just so focused on it. And, you know, he clearly was really into it. So, Justin, why don't you tell me about your first viewing of Kimi
0: no Nawa? So, we're on the Shinkansen and Rob's clearly, he's had enough of me. Rob's just sulking in the corner just trying to get some rest. And he's soaking wet from the rain. And I've never heard or seen this movie before. I just downloaded it because I heard it was doing quite well. Um, don't have any idea what the synopsis is. And it just entranced me, like, the first first few minutes, the first opening sequence, the music, the animation. I don't think I've ever seen anything that beautiful in terms of animation before. It was it was really good. And it's one of those movies where you don't even have time to think. It moves at such a good pace that you're just kind of, you're taking it. You don't have time to judge it. You don't have time to criticize it in your head. You're just watching, waiting for the next thing to happen. And you've watched it how many times now? Uh... I would say roughly seven or eight. Seven or eight times. Really? I thought it was more than that. I thought it was like 18. I would say somewhere between (laughs) eight and 10. Eight and 18. (laughs) No, no. Let me give you some context for that. So I watched it on my own uh, one one to three times, I'd say. Maybe four times. And the reason why I've watched it so many other times is because I travel a lot for work. And Delta has it as one of their movies. And the first time I saw that, I was like, this is amazing. And I watched it in full detail. And then every other time I traveled after that, I was just like, listening to it while I did whatever I was doing. See, that sounds a lot better than Air China, where I watched Moana about four times.
1: Wow. That on our like trip a, home from Japan.
2: That sounds like a Four ter- times. Yeah. Like it was a terrible it was experience. Really rough. Yeah.
0: Don't forget you forgot your headphones and you had to take mine from me. Well, you know,
1: that's irrelevant to this discussion, I think. Okay. Just because you're an awful navigator doesn't mean you have to drag me under the bus
2: with you. That's the perfect microcosm for both of your relationships. <laughs> that's <laughs> a fair point.
1: But you know what? It's not as good of a representation of our relationship as the relationship between the main characters, Mitsuwa and Takiku.
2: This is how exactly.
1: That could. I think the thing about this uh, movie that really got me was the characters. I really felt like I was rooting for them, and I didn't even know what I was rooting for. I didn't know what was supposed to be happening in this, nice. but I just knew that I wanted them to have some sort of success or some sort of happiness or some sort of I, I just a reward.
0: I don't know. And they don't even have that much development. Like they're pretty. Plain teenagers, but you really like them in the film. That's how I felt at least. It really just does a good
1: job of making you want to love these characters. Now, I didn't watch it um, when you watched it, obviously. I was sulking in the corner playing Pokemon and um, crying and choking on my own tears. I was enjoying myself. Right. You you looked like you were having a great time, but I watched it for the first time when I got back home. I watched it alone in my mother's basement (laughs) in the darkness, and I... It took me – I feel like it took me a while to finally sit down and say, all right, I'm going to watch this because Justin was raving about it over and over again. I was like, okay, I definitely do need to watch this. And then when I sat there and I watched it, I, I was honestly just like you entrenched by it. I, I think I, I, I texted not take you. My eyes off I was like,
0: it. how good was it? You're like, this is really good. Yeah,
1: I, I really just sat there like so focused on it and nothing else at that, at that moment could distract me. And then I finished it, and
0: I said to myself, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because the first time I watched it, I think, I don't know, John, if you felt the same way, but the first time we watched it, we were like, I have no idea what just happened, but that was really good. And I I think I had to watch it a second time to understand the
2: rules of the universe. Well, much like Rob, I got into it because you were raving about it. (laughs) So you guys maybe sat down, and, and I watched with you. And yeah, I liked it a lot. I wouldn't say I was engrossed with it to the extent that you guys were, but I mean, yeah, it was... Just a crisp movie. I mean, the animation was absolutely gorgeous. I mean, the characters were likable enough. The plot line, you know, kept you, you know, really into it. You didn't really know what was going to happen. So, I mean... I mean, you especially did not know what was going to happen. Oh, I thought it ended on the meteor. Spoiler alert, I thought it ended on the meteor strike, which you just got complete dinosaur Yeah, I think I think at that point you were kind of hoping it was Oh, over. I was absolutely hoping. Because that would have actually been, in my opinion, an interesting ending, just to end on That like would have been like, horrible. Uh, that would have been a great ending. That's a terrible— Who would I, enjoy that ending? I, I would have. I I Why? It's so different. Why? What is good about that ending? It's different.
1: Why is that a good
2: thing? Just because it's different? Yeah, exactly. I mean, something expecting something different. I mean, life is not always you know sunshine or rainbows. It's just, Sometimes it's like, meteors. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Sometimes life finds a way. Yeah, and life, you gotta believe life does that. Find a way. <laughs> I, I just remember when we were watching
0: it, the screen turns black after the meteor hits them, and John just sits there. Is it over? <laughs> And then all of a sudden, comes back and says, "Fuck! It's back on."
1: <laughs> I think he was really prepared
0: and happy for this movie to be over. Like, what kind of ending is that?
1: No, I just I, I don't understand how you could find that a rewarding ending.
0: And their relationship wasn't even reconciled at that point. They just exactly, it off from each
1: other. That would other
2: be such done a unique ending.
1: But I mean, anytime <laughs> you end a movie midway through, it would be a unique ending. <laughs>
2: That's well said. I that's
0: mean, a good point.
1: Obviously, that's different. That's something doesn't happen because it's awful writing.
0: That's why it didn't end there. Yeah, like what if Lord of the Rings Frodo just dies on the mountain? <laughs> okay, you know, actually, no. That that might have been interesting. I,
2: I think I would have liked that better. But anyway, I'm sorry. Back to Kimonawa. No, I mean, I didn't think it ended at the first time where it went to black, where she explicitly died. I thought the second time where the comet hits, and you don't know if the mayor saved them or not. Because that's a uh, that's an ambiguous ending. I would have I would have liked. That. I would appreciate that. You mean before the last like ten minutes, we yeah. showed them in the future. Yes, absolutely.
1: I mean, I think that's more fair of a point. But at the same
0: time, <laughs> I think you thought it ended when the first meteor No, no, I,
2: I, think think I so. said the I said oh, you not know, dinosaur. No, no, because yeah, that's exactly what you said. You're like, holy <laughs> shit, did she just die? <laughs> yeah, and you were ready to accept that the movie was over. Yeah, I guess because at that point I wasn't really enjoying it, but. I mean, what? more. Wow, you're, you're you just have mind. no taste, Jesus. I Christ. have no taste. Apparently. You're absolutely out of your mind. But um, like no, I was more referring to the second, uh, Comet hit. So, but, so you didn't like the? You weren't totally into the first. Thing. I wasn't really into it. I mean, I got more into it towards the end. What what part did you like about? Where did you start feeling it? Um, that's an excellent question. Um, I started feeling it more towards uh after she died and he went on the quest to find her and like you noticed how dedicated he was to this cause and how he was searching for like the lost town. Actually, that part I liked. I didn't love that part. I mean, I, I was totally into
0: it, but when I rewatch it, the ninth, 10th and 11th <laughs> time, that's the part that I at least focus in on. I love the beginning and I love the that.
1: I, you see, like the I actually disagree with that. I feel like on my second viewing, that's the part that I really enjoy the most because that's when you realize that he is starting to forget about her mm. and you understand just how, um, how much he's struggling and how like hard it is for him to accept that he's trying to find this place that doesn't exist. And in that, he's even forgetting what he's even looking for. Right. I feel like that's really, once you understand that that's what's going on, it's a lot more, um, you know, it's a lot harder. Profound.
2: Yeah. It's a lot more profound. I it's a lot more poignant. Yeah. It's like this, like this sensation that everybody gets where they're searching for something, but they don't know what. So that's really where I started to like, get the subtext and right and this, i
1: definitely agree this, this is with that you know this is a
2: you know that's a good point to make uh but like i said the before the comet strike uh hit i just it, it just seemed kind of like just like a simple you know romance movie which is you guys know me uh i'm not into romance uh this is a romance subgenre at all you have the slice of life which they were totally doing they're just like yeah, no like, i like hey. slice of life i just don't like romance movies I yeah mean, i wouldn't even say this had was really slice of lifey at all A little bit, you know, like they're just going to. Yeah, but it was more of a. They didn't have much of it. It was more like a montage of the slice of life aspect. It really didn't last. And I think,
1: I mean, I know it's splitting hairs, but yes, it was showing their daily life and how they go about their daily life. But it wasn't really slice of life, as in, oh, look how silly their lives are. No, no, it's character. Let's enjoy random aspects of random days. It was, you know, showing what they do in their everyday life to show just how different they are. The contrast between the two of them: the country girl, the city boy and how they adjust to those different lives
2: no no you're totally right on that yeah i mean like i said i don't really you know i I don't enjoy love stories but this one worked in the sense that uh it was like written in the stars right that was the whole point of this this movie that um they were their fates were intertwined so i mean i guess it didn't really get a lot of development like why they fell in love but like i said it, it ties into the whole point of them just being destined to fall in love like almost star-crossed lovers like Romeo and Juliet, I guess. I think that's part of... uh, Some people have some criticism about that, too, and I disagree with it. They say, wait, they didn't
0: really have a chance to develop this romance. Like, Where do they even have this time to have feelings for each other? But I think interlaced between this back-and-forth montage that Rob was talking about, that's really where they're starting to understand and get to know each other and the, the text logs. And they don't explicitly talk or anything, but they get to know each other better than... I'd say a lot of relationships, right? They have an,
1: un, they have a true understanding for the life of the other, you know, the other character, and I think that's what makes them fall, you know, in love with each other. Is that this is who he is, this is who she is, mm-hmm. this is what she goes through every day, and they guess I guess they grew to respect each other or something along the lines of that, yeah. and that's where you see it starting to develop. You see the interest starting to develop. You see um, her getting jealous of him going on, you know, the date. And she, even though even the, though
0: she planned it, right?
1: Then yeah. she starts to think, well, I wish I was going on the date with him. And they don't, they don't even realize that they're right. For each other that's a right
2: good pickup though, because that's not explicit at all. That's very like you really have to delve into the story, maybe watch it multiple times. That's that's a good pickup, Rob. Right. right.
1: I I do definitely think this is a movie that benefits
0: from multiple viewings, especially seven or eight. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that's enough, frankly. Do you really think that? No, no, I don't actually. I think two or three times is you get the full picture.
1: Well, what would you say on subsequent viewings were things that you noticed differently?
0: Uh, first, after the first viewing, you don't really understand how the magic works in the, in the universe. So the second viewing, you kind of pick that up. And the third viewing, I think you just start liking the characters more and more. Um, I would say by the fourth or fifth viewing, I just enjoyed it. It's like popcorn. for
1: At me. that point, you're just watching it for the music and the animation. And exactly, the, yeah. the animation was you know all as I of said that before all of that great stuff about it. The way, I, I think you know that's what really gives it the next step up mm-hmm. is y- you have a really engaging story and really nice characters that you kind of you know fall in love with and fall in love with their story. Mm-hmm. But the thing that really pushes it over the edge is the music and the art and just all of the other things that go into you know, an anime production. Mm-hmm.
0: That's what really sets it apart. Yeah, and I think I read somewhere that uh, the director, Shinkai, uh, he talked to Radwimps, which is the band, and he said, I'm storyboarding this, and I want you guys to create music for this. And they kind of worked together hand-in-hand. Hand. They didn't just get some music and just drop it in into the storyboard afterwards. So that's why it plays off so well
1: off each other. Right, it's just everything flowed so naturally. And even though, you know, on my first viewing, I'll say it, I really did not understand a lot of what was going on. But at the same time, I felt like there was purpose to every scene. Even if I wasn't understanding it, I wasn't getting angry about the fact I wasn't understanding it. I wasn't saying like, wow, this is really poorly told because I don't get it. No, it wasn't that I'm not, you know, it wasn't that they were doing a bad job of
0: explaining it. It's just that there's a lot to this movie. I think this is also one of the first movies, and maybe this is why you enjoyed it so much, um, you really feel something for it. It's, you're not cerebral, cerebrally thinking about it. Right. You're just kind
2: of feeling out the movie. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I disagree. I feel yeah. like there there was time. I, I didn't think the pacing was too rushed. Like I, I definitely got a t- like a sense in my head to kind of analyze each scene, um, especially like I said, the one that I mentioned before where he was searching for the town. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I I, I thought I was. I, I thought this was a cerebral movie. I'd Maybe I'm much. just stupid. I agree. <laughs> I'm, I agree that you're stupid. I also fall into that bucket. Okay, so I'm not any patient. smarter than you guys. I don't know. I guess I just got a different sense of it than. I mean, maybe I was just being over analytical. That could totally be it. And just like maybe I should just shut my mind off and just enjoyed it for what it was. Johnny, do you have any? Did you have any expectations walking into this movie? Because you didn't. Yes, see Yes, you inside. guys made the expect the, the, the expectation <laughs> sky high. <laughs> so, so far our it was a little bit of a letdown in that regard because I thought this was going to be like an absolute masterpiece, and I win. And it was I don't know. I personally didn't think it was a masterpiece. I thought it was a good movie, but so not to the extent that you described it. So for the context for the audience, me and Rob, I watched this in April. Rob probably
0: watches mid-April or May, and Johnny watched this maybe a few months ago. Yeah, just like uh, if not last yeah, month, it might have been might've, January. Yeah, it was. It might have been last month. Yeah, yeah it might have been January or very late 2017, right? The earliest. So you had eight months of us raving about this movie. Mm-hmm. Did you have any expectations from the? aspect of um did you know what this movie was about at all
2: yeah i uh because like i said i mentioned in previous podcast that i worked in a bookstore um and they made either a light novel or a manga out of it and i read like the first few pages of it and i was like okay this is like a body swapping thing and uh okay. yeah so, so i got the gist of it so i didn't even get that i didn't even know
0: that um from the get-go tell me you wrote
1: no honestly the only thing i knew about it was when you were watching it i uh looked over at your computer screen at the very end when Taki was just doing his interviews in the city, you know, for, uh, for his job interviews, who?
0: Taki, Taki, (laughs) Taki,
1: so (laughs) so that's, that's all I saw. So at that point, I really didn't have any, uh, grasp on what this movie could possibly be about, especially something so good. So in my head going into it, I thought it was like, okay, I guess it's some kid coming of age trying to find his place in the world. That's what I thought. So obviously I had no idea what it was about because I was dead wrong. You're watching this backwards. Right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Which also might be an interesting experiment. I might do that. I might. You know what? Why do you think that would be interesting? I'm a little confused. Why do you think that would work?
1: I mean watching it forwards I really
0: don't understand what was going on. So you know, maybe watching
1: it backwards
2: would've been a little easier for me. So it's about a boy who's
0: trying to get a job and then he gets hit by a meteor (laughs) and then he goes to work at a restaurant because he never
2: finds that job.
1: Oh, you know what? Yeah, I think I'd be even more confused. (laughs) I don't I think would, that
2: would work. I was so upset he didn't – the senpai date with his senpai didn't go well. Yeah,
1: I think I was rooting for senpai as uh, well.
2: I was – it was tragic. Okudeta senpai. Yeah. No.
0: <laughs>
1: you know what? But I think
2: that's the point. Is yeah. how, how old was Okudeta senpai? Because I remember I thought she was like – older than them. I thought she was like 26 and he was like 15. She, she was animated that No, was,
1: I had it as him as like 17. 15, 16, and her as like maybe 20. I'm she, not that she, much older than him. She was
2: drawn like an adult though, and he was drawn like you know, yeah, she was like really teen. pretty. Yeah. Like she was really pretty drawn. And yeah, but I,
1: I really didn't
2: I don't know, I got the impulse that she was as really like, like, that much I thought she was man. like
0: six or seven years old. Yeah, older. John thought she was like a freaking cougar. I yeah. thought they were just like in the same that would be old one year <laughs> older or something.
1: Well I, I I definitely thought they were further apart than you, but not right. as far apart as John. <laughs> I would say I was
2: right. Oh, man. In all seriousness, no. Um, I absolutely love the ending. I mean, like, how there's some sort of ambiguity to it. Like, you don't know if they are explicitly going to wind up together. Like, there's no kissing or anything. Just, like, they ask for each other's names. I, I, I love that. I don't that. think
0: there's anything that could have been better. And the, my favorite part about the ending is you still want more, but you know it can't get better. Exactly. It's, you see,
1: I disagree to an extent. Which Because part? the one thing I hate about anime as a form of media altogether is that they always... Leave you wanting more at the end of something. They never explicitly show anything, which I get it. In general, you want romance. In general? It's pretty much. See- always a romance. Oh, no, in romance, I mean, yeah. No. The way that anime usually handle- handles romance. And I get it, you know, you can piece things together yourself, but sometimes you really just want to see it, you know, for yourself, them just start
2: together. You don't think it's more rewarding though when like you have to kind of assume what happens next instead of being like explicitly told to you because doesn't it feel like it's kind of pandering to you? you I sometimes There's I little, want to be pandered It's like kind of condescending almost. No, you know what? Sometimes I want to feel like a child. I, I want to agree. just I want I to hear what you said to me. I hear what you you're know? saying. Sometimes like,
1: you really just enjoy seeing but the last what you line, want to see. That last line tied
2: into the no, whole thing. No, it was perfect. like it, it, it really was, was perfect. Like, it was definitely the perfect
1: ending. But I just disagree with the the fact that I would that you could definitely be content with it because I I know I wanted more and I would have enjoyed it more if it gave me that more. Well, what, what more?
2: Like are they explicitly kissed? Is that what you're Not even for? that,
1: just that there's the realization that they are going to be together, that they right. really just walk over to each other and something else happens. Right. Well, I and mean, Not just it's, that it's, moment where they're right. looking at each other from the
0: top of the steps you know to the no bottom way, of the
1: well, set. It's not enough for me. It's not enough for me.
0: I don't think, I, I stand by that. I don't think that that could have been a better ending, but I can't say that I wouldn't have liked a pandering epilogue or a 10 minute post series where they're like going on a date or something right
2: well if i can give an analogy um if you guys but all you viewers have seen the shawshank redemption and uh it's based off a book and the original ending to the book was that red or morgan freeman's character just ends the line the, the line the ending line is that i hope and that's like the whole theme of the of the book whereas in the movie that you think that's the ending but then it cuts to a scene where he actually meets up with uh, Andy Dufresne, who is Tim Robinson's character. I'm so glad and he I did feel like, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like that kind of took away from the whole point of his line. So I feel like that ties into... So you didn't like the fact that they
1: went the extra mile and showed yeah. you them having their happy yeah. ending.
2: Because I feel like it it, it just kind of um, mitigates what he... Lessens the the, the whole like, core of what he said. Well, I, I, and I feel like that kind of happened. That would have happened in this regard, I definitely too. agree
1: with you that that's... The better way to handle something as a piece of art, but me as a piece of shit wants everything shown to me exactly how I want it.
0: Easy to understand. No hyper-analyzing for you. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm conflicted. I, I still kind of want that 10-minute epilogue for myself. But, right. But, uh, but maybe maybe after
2: the credits, but like maybe not during the movie. Oh, itself. you
0: know what would have been nice? I think if they did uh, like in the credit scene, they just have a whole bunch of photographs together instead of any. Oh, that would or anything, have been nice. Yeah. I think that would have had the best of both worlds without okay. a slap yeah. to the face. That's an excellent. Obvious. That's a very good compromise. I can give you that. Yeah. Can we
1: all agree on that? The photograph ending.
0: So let's call Makoto Shinkai and be like, "Hey, man, like I know you know this film. You, you did not a perfect. pretty
1: good job <laughs> your first time around, but." We have a little
0: bit of a problem with it. Editor's cut. You know what you need to do. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think we're good with that. Rob, can you help fund this? Can you just throw them a couple bucks? I don't know. I got about 58 cents in my pocket. I I think that's I enough for like, feel like
2: that should be enough. That should, that should be, be fine for yeah. that level of animation. Yeah, I can take enough pictures. Okay. Just a cool. hand-drawn stick figure then <laughs> too like holding hands. <laughs> that like, would be
1: enough for me. Just that's just all lay-up. I needed.
2: All I needed. All I needed to be happy. I can give you a stick job. <laughs> it's very unpleasant. <laughs>
1: Okay, so let's let's end it with this. What was your favorite scene from the
2: movie? Let, let Johnny start with this. <laughs> well, I mean again, I hope I'm not making a mockery of this well regarded movie, but the one scene where they write on each other's hands to try and figure out like their names I was just thinking, they could, we could meme the shit out of that one scene. Like, in, instead of writing "I love you," Tak just wrote "Snape kills Dumbledore on our hands." That would have been absolutely perfect right, just she, to end. After on she that. falls, yeah. she wakes up and opens her hand. It's
1: like, Taki, Snape kills Dumbledore. You know what? Yeah, I think that also could have improved the movie. What about you, Justin? What was your
0: favorite favorite scenes, favorite moment from the movie? I think I could rewatch the first four or five minutes where they're playing the music, right? Um, they're talking about like, the most beautiful scenery they've ever seen. I've probably seen that like 20 times. Yeah.
1: I, I think the part that like, really got me the most was towards the end. Oh, I the very, very that. end where uh, Taki and Mitsuha pass each other in the snow on the bridge and they both pause and then they keep walking. And at that point, I was just like, no, you are not doing this to me. <laughs> I cannot believe you are doing this to me. But that, just, that part really just you know, gripped me and had that effect on me. And that's the part that really got me you know, animated and into what was happening. I didn't know it was towards the end, but that's, that's a scene that really sticks with me
0: and that I always think back on. But they do a good job hooking in with
1: that. Right, you know? yeah. exactly. That's what it is. Yeah, that,
2: that's my favorite scene.
0: That's know. what I really enjoyed about yeah. that scene. And I think on the second viewing, um, when you rewatch it and you realize that the entire thing is just a flashback, the first three minutes is a flashback that connects back to that very last scene chronologically, that's pretty cool too.
1: And that will wrap up our discussion on your name. And of course, as always, you can leave us a comment here, and we will most definitely get back to you. Thanks for listening.